Calling all creators, welcome to the Creator Landscape Podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now, please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. Welcome back to the podcast where we explore the creator economy and how you can succeed in it. Our guest today is a full-time content creator trying to inspire and help creators build their dream life and get paid doing what they love. We have Simone Ferretti and uh, it's a pleasure to have you here today. How are you, Simone? Hi, Jay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super happy to be here with you guys. Um, very well. I'm in London right now. The weather is pretty bad as always, but uh, that's not a problem. I want to know, Simone, like let's just start off with a, in a couple of minutes or less, your background. You you come from film. You you lived in a small village in the north of Italy and you've done a bit of traveling as well. You, you were a full-time gym instructor. Talk to us about a little bit of your journey over the last few years and, and how you've gotten to where you are now. Yeah, so I'll try to make it as short as possible. Um, I lived in a, in a very small village up was, until I was 19. And then I moved to Milan because I wanted to become a model. So on the other side of, of the camera, let's say. And then with modeling, you can basically travel for free, which is not really for free, but whatever, we'll, take this, we'll use this story for another time. And I moved to Hong Kong. I stayed there for about three years. Um, I was a full-time model, and then I moved into personal training, and I became a full, uh, full, full-time instructor in the gym for about two years. And then slowly on the side, I was using my iPhone 7 and a drone to create some short videos of my hiking activities, let's say. And then slowly I started to propose myself to small businesses in Hong Kong because one of the perks in Hong Kong is that all the buildings are extremely tall and there's no space for actual prints for advertising. So I told myself, all right, everyone is on their phone 24 hours a day because also in the tube there in the metro in Hong Kong, you can you can have data, which is like a little bit unusual. So like everyone is on social media. Businesses need content for social media. So back in 2017, I started proposing businesses, short videos, 15 to 20 seconds long, instead of the classic one to two minute brand presentation. So I was creating three videos instead of one uh, for the same price. And little did I know about this TikTok uh, wave coming, coming up uh, in these years. Um, so I kind of anticipated that trend of small short videos and that gave me a hatch um, in advance for, for the TikTok kind of years that uh, we are now is cool and just for context for our listeners so now that you were able to pretty much ride the wave uh of that new adoption into tiktok what what's your follow account sort of across all your socials combined now it's about 1.1 million so i'm a little bit i have more on tiktok but it's i believe tiktok is less strong than instagram so i would say my main platform right now is instagram and i'm trying to push on youtube as well but youtube is extremely hard so instagram is my my main one for now look um i agree with you there like i've started creating a lot of content for youtube it is a insane learning curve but just so instagram has your biggest engagement is that where you get the most engagement across your social yes most engagement and also highest commercial value i would say where i get all my brand deals and TikTok is extremely hard to to get like good brand deals, at least for me. That's super interesting for creators who want to create a full time career. Is it 
you know, they might be seeing a lot of success uh, in terms of follow count, likes, et cetera, and traction on TikTok, but they may not be seeing the business side of things or the growth that's going to take them to that full-time career. And you've, you're saying you've, you've found that has it been mostly through your Instagram that gets you all the brand deals, really? That's where you're getting paid from mostly, right? 100%. If I could give my... So actually, let, let, let's let's say the truth. In, on TikTok, you can reach a new audience every time. And therefore, if you're able to convert that audience as soon as they click the follow button, let's say with your link in bio or uh, giving them a nudge to maybe follow you on Instagram, that's a great thing. But the problem is after they start following you, they will rarely see your content again. Um, and therefore you need to be really good at converting them on the spot. Otherwise it's kind of lost. Uh, whereas on Instagram, there is a higher chance that they'll see your content again, maybe with stories, maybe with different things. Um, Instagram, actually, I noticed that as soon as you follow one person, uh, is going to showcase to you a couple of posts, a couple of reels in the coming days, like on the spot. So if I start following you right now, Jake, then maybe yesterday you posted a post tomorrow, I'm going to see it like on the spot. And if I start engaging with you, then Instagram is going to showcase to me more and more of your content. Whereas on TikTok, I noticed that's not actually the case all the time. So, so for, for a bit of a context for the creators listening from inside creator land and even the broader creator economy, you're, you have a, a business that you teach, um, is it film techniques? What, what do you teach to people? What's your value grab that people come to you to learn from? Mainly photography right now. The reason being yes. is because I have a background in videography but then mm. uh, teaching videography on social media with 15 seconds video is extremely hard. So I moved mm. more into photography because you can give very quick tips and it's much easier uh, than videography. So now I mainly focus on photography and uh, I try to teach photography on social media with quick tips and also on long form courses. Mm. Would you Would you mind taking us through the loop of what your your process is from like someone discovering your content to you know sort of that conversion all the way into a paying customer would you mind yeah, taking so us through that briefly i tried to monetize um in several ways the first one obviously is brand deals so this is mm -hmm. as we all know the second one is selling digital products so whenever people see that i post I'd say photos or portraits and they're edited well, I can try to sell presets and overlays. And then with newsletter, which I try to gain leads with stories, with again, captions and link in bios, I try to upsell courses. And so that's your entire monetization process. I wanna talk a bit more about content creation because with your background, you know, videography and film uh, and, how heavily do you think the skills that you've learned in that aspect have really helped you thrive and stand out as a content creator? And would the average content creator who is just using their smartphone benefit from even learning these skills and applying it to their content? I think uh, learning how to create engaging and impactful videos right now is one of the best things you can do. First of all, because mm. it's way easier then, then you think to, to start creating videos. At the end of the day, it's just a video, it's multiple clips trimmed and put together. 
with the music in the background and some text. So the basic of it is extremely simple. If you compare it, for example, with coding, if you need to write a software. Um, obviously, with my background, I had some huge advantages on maybe someone that would start from zero. The reason being is because I was a commercial videographer, so I knew how to use a camera. I knew how videos work. I used to be a model as well, so I kind of have the presence in front of the camera that maybe some people don't not don't feel mm -hmm. very confident. Um, I'm quite okay with editing because, again, with the commercial side of things, I used to edit videos as well. And um, what else? I guess I, I just loved it. And I started doing it for complete passion because I loved shooting videos and editing. So when I decided to start social media, uh, it was not a big effort for me. I loved doing that. And even if I was not earning any money, because for the first two years, I was not really earning much, then I just did it because I loved it. The love for content creation is what got you into this place in the first place. So going forward at the end of the day, you're still, you're going to, do you still love creating content or has it, have you shifted completely to it is a business sense? This is a way I earn income now, or is there still a genuine love for what you do? There is still a genuine love for what I do. Obviously now, whenever I do things, I also try to think of a commercial potential for that kind of idea. Mm. Um, so there are, I have both things in mind still and trying to enjoy as much as possible but obviously now it's my full-time job so i don't have that peace of mind of saying yeah i'm just gonna photograph a leaf and just do random things whatever i i try to do things on on, on a business perspective as well and uh if i can give yeah, a suggestion to to the listeners is like mm -hmm. the way i manage to grow is i try to combine my experiences and create content that would be different from someone else. Meaning that I used to be a model and a videographer. What about I try to make engaging videos while showcasing how to pose in front of the camera? So I started making at the very beginning of my TikTok journey, these posing tips. Uh, so combining the like engaging short videos and the posing aspect of shooting photos. And all these videos went viral every single time. Every time I was doing a posing video, it would go viral. And now you can see a lot, a lot of posing videos uh, on, on the internet because they like people are really not confident in front of the camera. They don't know how to pose for a better photo. And um, and I believe I kind of started that trend uh, at the very beginning of TikTok. Now they're all over the place, these posing tips. And uh, so, yeah, I just tried to combine all the different experiences in my background, what I liked, what I enjoyed, and uh, to create something different from from all the other photographers at that time simple you just need to love what you do and just don't give up i was speaking with another creator uh, a couple of days ago doing an event and he was like how can i start making money out of this and and i just said you don't give up first uh, most of the people they just stop right before they would start making money because it takes a while to get good at it and then after you become good at it then you can start pitching uh, brands and brands will take you seriously because at the beginning uh, you're unfortunately we're not that good at the beginning whatever we do it takes a while to get into the flow of things so it just takes time and if you're not in love with what you do you're going to give up yeah thank you for sharing last question where do you see the creator economy 
in five years, how will creators be perceived around the world? They won't just be YouTubers. They won't just be people who make videos on Instagram or they won't be just TikTokers. How do you see creators impacting the pop culture landscape? And also, let's just say, I don't even know how to describe it, but how do you see content creators sticking out? I think I think creators, they're going to be the new uh, Hollywood stars. The reason being is I see already uh, uh, YouTubers and in general influencers taking over any sort of popular job, let's say. Um, already a few years back, Dolce Gabbana started using YouTubers instead of real models for their runways. I'm like, this is ridiculous, but it's it's incredible. That's happening for real. Now, uh, TikTokers and influencers in general are being invited to premieres of movies. They're being invited into shows. They're being invited into TVs. They're becoming basically the, the superstars. And, and I believe they'll be more and more common. It's already happening right now, but not as much as it will be probably in five years, 100%. It is such an exciting time to be in as someone who's always yeah. been an aspiring creator to see creators get more and more respect from the, the general media and just become more and more mainstream. So it's super yeah. exciting. It's like It's like a whole different path to being a celebrity or getting attention, however you like it, to, to getting in film, to getting in movies and landing all kinds of dream jobs that we thought were out of this world. And um, I'm here for it. But uh, Simone, thank you, man. Like, thank you so much for sharing your insights into the creator landscape and you know the creator economy and your career on how you've you know gone from commercial photography and modeling to a full-time content creator. It's been an absolute pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much, Jake. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy this and I hope I'll be able to inspire at least uh, one aspiring creator. Thank you so much. And uh, if you'd love to get in contact with uh, Simone, where, what's your Instagram handle? Um, it's at Sferro21, S-F-E-R-R-O-2-1. And you can find me with that handle on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and uh, LinkedIn as well, I believe. Same handle. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. And creators, go check out the go check out the content and uh, see what you think. Yeah. Once again, thank you, and we'll uh, see you somewhere in the creator landscape. Thanks for tuning in to the Creator Landscape, the podcast by Creatorland. Don't forget to join Creatorland today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy.